Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Um, but I do want to tell you, and I want the people in Nebraska to know that uh, I don't do anything theatrical during games. I don't point to the crowd. I don't point to my family. <laughs> but I did point up to Coach Osborne's box because Coach Osborne came in and said, if you guys are going to keep running the belly G option, you have to run the belly G pass. And Ron's been telling us that, for, and we've been running it. But, but uh, we got that turnover, and we said, let's run it. And uh, Malachi... That's the route. You know, that's the route that you run for the love of the game to get everyone else open. And Malachi ran by everybody, ran the Belly G option pass, uh, hit it for a touchdown. And so I thought we played like a team. The loss of Billy was devastating tonight. Uh, most of that game plan was built around him. Jaden came in, and we tried to, you know, function the, the base things. Um, but I was proud of the offensive staff for just continuing to try to find things, but we left a lot out there. So that's a lot that I said. I apologize, but obviously I have some thoughts after that game. But I'll just say this, you know, um, I think we would have lost that game at the beginning of the year. And after all the adversity we've gone through and the toughness we're building, uh, that's a game that we now win. Wrapping up hour number one here on Hurt At Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me. And we are trying to get your week started off right on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting to to think about the way this offense sort of continues to evolve because obviously this is not what anyone planned on to start the season. You, you didn't plan for this? You didn't plan on Heinrich Harburg being the starter? <laughs> not just that, but like... You didn't plan on all these injuries? They're, in, they're out there just being like, uh, hey, uh, Coach Osborne, can you teach us how to run the option, please? Because that's all we have left. <laughs> Coach Brown, can you teach us how to run the option, please? That's all we have left. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, if you're going to run the option, you kind of need to run the option pass, too. You also need a quarterback that can pitch it. That's a, <laughs> So there was a play. During, I think I tweeted this. There was a play during the game. It was the, when he got smoked? No, it was the uh, it was the one that he actually got a, a good run on. He, he had about 20-yard run. Okay. Because it was – I think it was right before the – you know, first it, touchdown. Well, yeah, it's because Northwestern defended the pitch. Yes, and I thought it was hilarious that they bit on the pitch man and let Harburg run. I was like, guys. It's kind of like playing goalie in soccer on a PK. Like, like you guys. know this guy never shoots the ball to the right side. He always goes left. Yeah. But I'm going to defend the right side yeah, for you, this one-off chance that he's actually going to go to the right side. You and then right he just always goes anyway. left. Yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. I, I saw it happen in real time. I was like, you idiots. But then the other time, <laughs> when he was on uh, his near sideline, easily could have pitched it. Got but smoked. It, instead, it was almost as if Harburg was like, I don't trust myself. Yeah, I, I, I really think it's a comfort thing. He's not comfortable right, doing I, it. Right? I don't feel like I, – I, I can control my own destiny when I have the football in my hands. Yeah. But when I try to toss it, I don't want to be the guy – that tosses it behind or in front, yeah. causes a fumble. So I'd rather take the big hit yeah. and then go after it on third down. Live to or play another down, down, right? Yeah. And, and to be fair, I, I do appreciate uh, that about him. He, he's not kind of just chucking it out there willy-nilly on that option. Um, it is something that he's going to have to figure out how to do if they're going to continue to run it. But I also I, – I, and I listen, I make fun of it as much as anyone because it's kind of funny, right, that he just 
cannot pitch the ball. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to underestimate how difficult of a skill that is to learn because these guys that had been doing it for Nebraska back in the day spent their entire lives doing this, right? Like this is not a super easy skill to just pick up on the fly. There's a handful of guys that have a natural inclination to it, but everybody else, I mean, like Eric Crouch had been running that offense since he was born, like out of the womb, he was practicing that pitch. Like, Went to Miller North, obviously, like mm-hmm. that. He's all of those guys had been doing that their entire lives. Heinrich Harburg was in a passing offense in high school, like an air it out, like spread air raid type offense in high school. He did not pitch the ball. He didn't even run the ball that much. Yeah, you know, sometimes I I wonder when I watch his game, uh, he, he's playing a little too high school ish out there on the field. How so? In regards to I can do everything myself, I can uh, – when you watch good dual-threat quarterbacks, Mm -hmm. what tends to happen? They're the ones that are making the plays. They're the ones that take off and run. They're the ones that air the ball out, things like that. From a a comfort point of view, I think he plays like a high school quarterback to where I'm going to do everything myself, and that's just how it's going to run right now. Um, I'm going to make sure that if, if we're going to score a touchdown and there's a 50-yard pass, I'm the one throwing it. Sure. I'm going to make sure if we're running the ball, like it's going to be me running the football. Um, yeah, I just wonder how much of that – I mean, I, I think and, – And maybe it's a lack of maturity thing too, which makes me think a little high school-like. Well, or, I just wonder how – I mean, there's not a ton of options left on the offense. It's part of the problem, right? And, and that could be it too. I mean, in terms of – you know, you're, you're kind of at the bottom of the barrel in terms of running backs. And I'm not saying these guys aren't talented, right? Because, you know, I think Emmett Johnson has showed some flashes of, of being good. Obviously, we've seen flashes of Anthony Grant where he can look good, but then he, you know, obviously has lost the, the football quite a bit. And he's back down to third string again because of those mm-hmm. issues. Um, so it's, it's not a guy you can rely on, it seems like, or it doesn't feel like the coaching staff feels like that. They're down their top four wide receivers at this point. I just don't know how much choice he has. Like that's why yeah, they're but, but running still, the option. But still, they with don't the skill set of his, yeah. that th- it it screams like I'm watching high school football sometimes, where it's just him against the world, right? He, you got to have confidence in your other guys, despite who they are. Yeah, whether they're the third string guy or whether they're the starting running back to open the year, you always have to have. Um, you know, confidence that that person can make the big play too. And I just don't know if he has that yet. I don't know if he thinks anybody can make a bigger play than he can, so that's why he holds on to the football and thinks, well, if I break this tackle, it's going to be me. Yeah. It's going to be the guy. I'm going to be the one that runs 20 yards. And that works for him. It works for him right now. Yeah. But I just worry that it's going to catch up to him because people are going to figure him out quickly. Yeah, I just wonder because, like, sometimes the reason it's that way in high school is because a lot of times when you have a Division One caliber quarterback, mm-hmm. it is the truth, right? They, it is the best option. You know, you see it in, in basketball all the time where, okay, maybe this guy's double teamed. It's like, yeah, he's still the best option. Like, I, I would rather that guy shoot double teamed than have one of your scrubs or engineering majors or whoever shoot it, you know, open. I just wonder, because there's a certain, there's a tipping point with all the injuries, right, where at some point, him keeping it and him trying to do it all is the best option. And I think we've seen that some with the QB run game. I've seen, I think we've seen that some why they've gone to the option is because at a certain point for this offense, him keeping the ball, him trying to do it all is the best chance they have to actually move the football because there's just not a ton left. Now, hopefully that shifts 
as the young receivers get a little bit more mature and, and seasoning, right? Hopefully it shifts as, like, Emmett Johnson starts to emerge a little bit. But right now, I, I mean, Harbert might be right. You know, like, that's the tough thing about it is he might not be wrong if that's what he's thinking. And it might be what the coaching staff is thinking a little bit, too. It, it's, it's really hard when you've got a bunch of inexperienced guys out there who none of them really have proven playmaking experience, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Billy Kemp was kind of the last one, and we don't know how long he's going to be out, right? Hopefully we learn a little bit more today. I uh, want to hop in the YouTube comments real quick. Um, I don't know which one you were looking at. but <laughs> Well, I was going to start with TK's because um, he sent me a message personally, and he put, put something there. So if you read uh, TK's first. Yeah. Uh, which which of TK's first one here? Uh, the, the option he should have pitched it. Oh, yeah. Hold on. All right. Let me, let me Down to the bottom. One. The option he should have pitched was dead from the start. Outside blocking broke down. And if you pitched that, the RB gets smoked and probably drops the ball. Sometimes you just have to eat it. That's totally fair. That's a totally fair point as well. Um, it did seem like there may have been a little bit of, of light on the outside for the running back. There, it was close to the sideline. Yeah. What I look at mostly with that is okay. Maybe maybe he should have pitched it. It's the wrong term. You shouldn't take the big shot. Like yeah. if you're going to be in that moment, I look at this as a way to to preserve the body. Sure. And and just hit the deck before you get decked. So for me on that one, the reason I thought he should have pitched it was, and we don't have to get like into the the real granular detail of it, but typically on an option, it is when you've got a when the quarterback is about to take a hit, that means the the defense has made their decision on who they're picking up, right? So that's the read is, hey, I'm about to take this hit. That means my running back should have a lane. Now, if the blocking didn't take care of that, that's not on the quarterback. He still needs to make the right decision as far as when to pitch the ball and when to not. When he's about to take the hit, that's the right time to pitch the ball. If the blocking didn't take care of it so the running back can run, that's not on him. He still needs to make the right decision. Um, so that's and easier said than done, though. It, I can, no, hundred percent. I can sit here and say he should have just hit the ground, but in that moment when you're thinking, do I pitch it? Do I run it? And then all of a sudden you get hit because it's a split second decision. And he's broken it, enough tackles, right? That it's you know he probably, like you said, he probably thinks like, oh, I can break this tackle and take it to the house. Um, the one I wanted to get to was Travis goes, God, I will miss the Big West every week. <laughs> is this beautiful, ugly rock fight? Uh, not wrong. Uh, and then Maurice chimes in, is the 2024 starting QB on the roster right now? Does Sims save his redshirt and transfer out? Well, I, Sims would have to graduate, and I don't know if he's going to grad. I don't know what his academic mm-hmm. standing is. But in order for Sims to transfer out and play immediately, he'd have to graduate. So I'm not sure if that's an option for him. Um, I don't know if the 2024 quarterback's on the roster right now. I do expect him to bring in other quarterbacks from the transfer portal 100%. Um, so, and, but I don't know that they're going to hand anybody the job. I think that's maybe something they learned from this year, unless they uh-huh. have someone who they... Well, the only thing I can think of is this. If Harburg leads this team to, we'll call it 8-4, and four, he's the starting quarterback next year as of right now. Sure. Yeah. Even if you bring somebody in to compete with him, I would still have confidence in saying he's going to be the guy because he knows the offense that this team wants to run unless this is not the look well so I don't think that's the thing is I I don't think this is the offense they want to run he knows the offense they're running right now and maybe they would keep that offense if it leads to success but I do think they bring in a 2024 transfer quarterback I don't think they guarantee anybody the starting job not that they guaranteed Sims the starting job but it seems like he was kind of their chosen one I don't know that they'll make that mistake again 
Uh, coming up next, we're going to talk to Sam McEwen. Obviously a ton going on in Nebraska athletics, volleyball, football, all the good stuff uh, this weekend. We will get to Sam coming up next here on Herd Sports Radio.